and welcome back to the Just Interesting People podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Obviously, my name is Rosie and I'm here with Jeremy, my co-host and husband. And today we are talking to Nikki. So thank you so much, Nikki, for being here. Um, Jeremy's going to introduce her properly, but we really hope you enjoy this episode and just learn some new things. Hi, guys. Thank you for tuning in again. Thank you so much, Nikki, for being with us today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. We've been trying to plan this <laughs> recording, <know>. actually. <laughs> my, then... my life got a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so before we get into the the interview, just a little backstory so our listener can get to know you a little bit. Um, the, the reason we contacted you at the beginning uh, was because you were living in a van <laughs> until now <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> uh, yeah you've been living this uh, van life uh, lifestyle for a few years now uh, and that's something that Rosie and I have been considering for a while we, we kind of like it so we keep looking YouTube video blog and everything about that <laughs> totally um, and uh, yeah we thought it'd be really cool to to hear your story how you ended up uh, in a van etc so um i know that you started living in a van in new zealand originally mm-hmm. right for two yep. years yeah um so how how did that start first off um so i was living in jasper alberta at like a in, it's a tourist town in canada and it was yeah it was super fun um and i saw someone living in a van there and i was i was the first time ever and i was like what is this <laughs> i didn't even know this was a thing it was the coolest thing ever so i looked at their van and i was like wow and then my friends like yeah um they do this in new zealand all the time and i was like what this is insane <laughs> so i just decided to book a ticket with my friend on a working holiday visa in new zealand mm. and we're like we're going to do it we're just going to buy a van and travel around and find some jobs and that's what we did and so yeah it, it was in jasper that I saw my first van and I just fell in love. And that was in like 2014, 2013. Okay. Um, so it's kind of a while ago. And then yeah. and then we did it. You got to follow through with those dreams as soon as you want them. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people actually start in New Zealand, Australia. It's kind mm-hmm. of a thing over there to take a working holiday visa and travel in yeah. one of those countries and just, yeah, live this lifestyle. Yeah. It changed my life. It was awesome. Or I, I think imagine. a lot of people do in the States too. All right. Okay. Yeah. They start there as well, but yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, it's so. Did you do that just after college? How? Uh, when I've, did you start? to be honest, I've had a really crazy life. So most people just go, like, whatever. Eighteen years old, they go to school, and that's it. They go to school for four years, they get their job, and I probably can't even say everything I've done because I forget. Because mm-hmm. it was like, um, did an extra year of. Uh, high school because I wanted to be a chef, mm-hmm. had a year off, wanted to be a massage therapist, dropped out, uh, lived in the mountains, tried to be like, tried to do marketing, dropped out. I'm not a really good school person, so I dropped <laughs> out of college two times, right. tried to live in the mountains again, then realized that I need to travel. So yeah, it's just been insane. Mm. So I don't have a very linear path, let's okay. just say. <laughs> You just have the travel bug. You can't stay still. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that. May as well just keep moving till I find something I like. Right. <laughs> I think that's so good though, because a lot of people like sign up for college and they're like, oh, this is four years, whether I like it or not, I've got to finish it. And then I've got to get the job. And then I've got to do like, yeah. you kind of get into the rat race of like, just doing what you're expected to do. So it's awesome that you actually thought, oh, actually, no, I'm not loving this anymore. I'm going to change and switch up and do something oh, else. 
that that whole thing that you just said makes me really depressed so i'd be so excited to go to school two weeks would go in and i'd just be like very depressed and like i hate this mm. i gotta get out so um that's kind of i did one semester of each and i just right. dropped out because i couldn't <laughs> yeah but, it's, uh, it's it's not easy because usually did you have like were you supported by your friends and family when you took the this, uh, this decision it was complicated well, I was supported by everyone to go to school, like most people are, right? Yeah. But as soon as you realize in your heart that that's not right for you, um, they actually still did support me because they know mm. that I'm crazy and I just do... <laughs> I'm not actually crazy, but I'm just like, I'm going to go to India and do teacher training. They're like, okay, whatever you want, just don't die. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think they just kind of... They're so used to with me being crazy that... Uh, it's like, okay, what's next, <laughs> basically? <laughs> yeah, is it just waiting for it to come, <laughs> whatever it is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you do that then? Did you go to India? Yep. It was oh my, my first trip outside of Canada. I was alone. It was terrifying, but it was amazing. If I, if I went now I, with all my traumas of weird shit happening in my life, I probably couldn't go alone there, but uh, I went alone there <laughs> before. <laughs> and how long did you go for? Um, two months, two and a half. And I'm I dying to go to India, so I just want to hear all about it. <laughs> yeah, I was in Goa doing a teacher training wow. um, for a month, the Tantra yoga. It was kind of interesting reading about Tantra and then going there. Um, mm -hmm. And then and then I just traveled around for a little while and like staying on one of those buses that you lay horizontally and you sleep. But then the bus is like... <laughs> crazy rocky all night and you're just like wow this is horrible for 12 hours but then it, it teaches you to like um you say this in your head over and over like things are only temporary yeah. and you just lay there and like re-say that and then it teaches you to be like resilient to things because they are only temporary mm. but yeah <laughs> it was amazing i can imagine yeah so where else have you been so canada new zealand india India, Thailand. I lived there for three months. Um, lived in Chiang Mai. It was really cool. Uh, Fiji. Um, I did a yoga teacher training in Guatemala. That was really amazing. Uh, Costa Rica, Mexico, New Zealand, Australia. Um, I, I mean, that's, that's already it. quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is actually quite a bit. I, I nothing in Europe at all. all nothing right. in Scandinavia or Europe. So that's on the list totally. But yeah. You still have time, a lot of time. So that's yeah, fine. yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I guess Europe is, I don't know, one of the cliches I've got in my head, but I feel countries like India or Southeast Asia, I think it's better to do it when you're young than when you're like 40 or 50 years old, in a sense. Yeah. In Europe, you can do it whenever. It's not like as adventurous, in a sense. That's what I thought. I was like, so. Europe's for old me, where <laughs> I'm just like, I want some tea and wine and just to sit down. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and have a siesta in the afternoon and yeah. Yeah. Food. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Exactly. Uh, I might join you. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> so you went to New Zealand and road trip for two years. Tripped? Is it, that's not a word. Road, road trip? Tripped. Road trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for two years, right? Yeah. What was your favorite place? What was your favorite experience? Talk to us about, because that must have been quite an experience like start like you know the first time actually living in a van compared to living in like a house or something talk to us a little bit about that um I think the coolest thing was going to a country that is across the world where they speak in English after traveling yeah. to all these places I was like wow I can actually understand these people <laughs> so that was really cool actually uh and then just the freedom of living in a van 
and obviously getting used to the small space but we didn't have a job for the first like month so we just kind of actually had fun and explored around and we loved Queenstown and um, Wanaka mm. those are our two favorite places absolutely amazing um, and yeah there was so much so many places to go there it was crazy did you do that the big bungee jump thing in Queenstown that's like I, famous. No, I would never. <laughs> no, it looks terrifying. Oh. oh, the one in like the canyon or yeah. whatever. Oh yeah, that looks Oh my sick. God, so my friends did that and I was like, no, I would I would like pass out or puke or something. Yeah, it's like a really good back crack, it, it looks like. It just yeah. like cracks you right out, but I would never. <laughs> yeah, I've done a small one, but this one is one of the biggest one in the world. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think yeah, the one I've done is just like a third of it. Probably so, even less. Yeah, must be whoa. <laughs> yeah. That'd be I doable. Would love to do it. Yeah, you should. <laughs> so then after then you then moved back to Canada? Um yeah, so there was a really bad, sad breakup that happened there. But I was supposed to meet someone in Mexico and they just left me and I was supposed to move to England actually. Mm. So anyways, that was a really sad time. So I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. So I just moved back to Canada and I rented a van. Because I was like, oh, I like van in New Zealand. May as well rent a van. And I drove from Toronto to Vancouver. And I was like, wherever I land and wherever I like, I will live. And I had all my clothes with me. And then I lived in Fernie. And I was like, oh, this place is cool. So yeah, I moved back to Canada. And I was like, I don't know what the world brings, but I'm moving back to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and then how long... Because you've been in a van now for how long in Canada? Because I know you've moved recently into an apartment, but how long were you living yeah, in the van um, before then? Just over a year, like a year and two or three months, something like that. I've got to ask, what is it like living in a van in Canada in winter? <laughs> so I actually don't know the answer to that because that's why we have an apartment. So last year uh, we went okay. to the States for winter because there's okay. no way, right? It's yeah, so say, cold. Like, and miserable and I just think like wet shoes wet clothes with nowhere to put them really is not ideal and like yeah. that damp feeling yeah. so uh, yeah we're trying to dodge it basically last year and this year and that's why we're in an apartment right now um, yeah I don't think it would be nice and you would want to yeah. go to Vancouver Island but then it rains last year it rained 73 days in a row and the trees were coming out of the like they were popping out of the ground because it was so rainy Oh so it's not not good <laughs> nope. props to those van lifers that do it i just i like to be comfortable i'm an old grandma yeah. at heart <laughs> where are this sense of adventure is coming from my sense of adventure yeah um have you just always been like that well i mean if we're gonna get really personal here so i was actually a really depressed kid that got bullied a lot mm. and it came to a point where um, I didn't want to be alive, let's just say. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and then something switched in my head and I was like, wait, why don't I just do whatever the hell I want? Um, try that out and then decide, let's just say. Mm -hmm. Um, so then I, I just kind of like, I just didn't like the world and the norm and all that stuff. Um, yeah, it just made me really sad. So I just decided to just like follow my heart and like fully because if you don't follow your heart, then I knew where I was going to end up. But I just didn't want to be here anymore. Um, so I just, yeah, followed my heart. And everything now that I do is just like, I want to start a podcast. I'm going to do it because there's no reason not to, basically. So it's just like very forward thinking and like, go, hmm. just go for your dreams, all of them. So I think that's why it's like I was on one spectrum. And then now I'm on the other where I'm like, right. woohoo, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it's, but it is amazing that you found the strength and the courage to do it. Because yeah. thinking about it's one thing, but making it happen is different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that that that's pretty impressive. Like you need courage because it's not easy to just pack your bag and say I'm going to the other side of the, yeah. the world and and <laughs> fuck off. I see you in two years. Like, I mean, it's not that easy. <laughs> Yeah, you just, um, I guess you just go for it. So yeah. <laughs> that's kind of where it came from, this dark side. But mm. yeah, sorry and to make us all dark. No, I'm positive, no, I, mean, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it's not It's not about being like good or bad or dark or light. It's just your story and it's just what happened. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. all part of it. It's not anything to be ashamed of or anything to say sorry for. Don't apologize. <laughs> <Okay. ever>. like <laughs> <laughs> and is it in New Zealand that you got into photography, videography? Or that came later? Yeah, when Jasper, I got a GoPro and I was taking photos with like the labels of clothes and I was like, yeah, I'm so cool. This is how you do it with GoPros. And meanwhile, like it's not how you do it at all. So, but it's just <laughs> kind of funny. But yeah, my first camera was a GoPro and a cell phone in Jasper. And then when I moved to New Zealand, I got a, just like a used camera for like $300. I just wanted to try it out. And then I got a, a better camera. So like slowly got better and better because I was like, actually I'm outgrowing this camera and I want to mm. expand and learn more. So yeah, it started in like 2013, I would say. Okay. Yeah. And then you get in, you got into blogging, uh, Instagram and YouTube came along. So I guess that pushed you to get better equipment and, and, and yeah. into all that. Yeah. I started doing like trades with companies in New Zealand. Mm. Uh, my, my goal for the longest time was just to do brand photography. Cause I just thought it was so fun and cool. Um, and then I, I feel like I'm having a brain fart coming on. Oh. <laughs> That happens to me every single episode. I don't worry about it. I hate it so much. It happens to me all the time. And Ben has to cut it out of our podcast. Oh, I, I just keep it every time. No. I get so embarrassed. Um. No, it's fine. I, I, I can. Uh, I'm good at filling up the gaps. Um, when you when you mean that you are like trading in New Zealand, so you mean like I'm doing a video for you if I can stay in your place, these kind of things? Uh, no, it was mainly like, hey, I'll send you like a shirt or like a GoPro uh, um, okay. case or something. It was like, hey, I'll send you some product uh, if you can just take some photos of it. So then I just got used to like taking photos for brands, but I never understood how to get paid for it. So mm. that was kind of the, the thing. I actually did it for so long. And it wasn't until I met Ben where he's worked in the marketing side and he understands uh, he's like received tons of emails of um, people asking to work together and stuff. So now he knows really well how to formulate those emails and get companies to work with him and stuff. Mm. So he was the key to understanding how on earth you do this. <laughs> okay. So it's it's been the one helping you monetizing and, and making a business out of your lifestyle. In a sense. Yeah. And he, he like plants the seeds uh, and gave me the knowledge. And obviously if I was lazy, I could do nothing with it, but I'm just mm. like, let's go. <laughs> so I've like used it really well and made a business out of it now. So it's awesome. How, how amazing is that to manage it's... to turn like a, this crazy idea? I'm going to the other side of the world and live in a van. And now you're kind of living from this lifestyle. How amazing it's... is that? <laughs> it's amazing. It's, it blows it my better. mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's how it's meant to be, I guess. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and when, when did you meet? Um, I met him a year in, in June last year. Okay. So a year in like four, four okay, or five so months. When, yeah. you, when you come back. Yeah. And how did you convince him to move in a van with you? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so he actually lived in a van. I met uh, him 
Okay, funny story. I was, was on Instagram <laughs> and I was like, I want a boyfriend that lives in Banff area. He's like probably from Australia. He's a photographer, lives in a van, had all these boxes ticked, <laughs> right? And then I met him. I sent him a message on Instagram. And then I met him. I was like, yep, that's the one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he lived in a van as well. And within two months of living in like traveling together, um, he moved in. But he basically moved in day one because we never slept in his van. We always slept in mine. But it's mm. like we had two vans going around. But yeah, basically <laughs> day one. And then he was like really stoked to move in. It was kind of weird because I filled up the van myself. I love clothes and I have so many things. So I filled up this huge van myself. So he was like, where am I going to put my stuff? <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of funny. <laughs> So the van, you, you still have the van, right? Even yep. if you moved in the apartment. Yeah. So yep. Wilson. Wilson, yeah. Correct, yeah. <laughs> so when you <laughs> came back to Canada, you decided to go back to a van lifestyle. And this, this time you decided to build your own van, right? Yeah. Uh, and so how, how do you make that happen? Because that's hard work. <laughs> It is actually. So I'm thankful that my dad knows how to build things like our whole life he's like oh you want a desk i'll just build it and yeah he just like knows how to do that kind of stuff and then my brother does he's a, a mechanical engineer so he mm -hmm. does like autocad and stuff so he built like this computer version of my van to just make sure that everything was going to fit mm -hmm. so that was really helpful and then i obviously knew exactly what i wanted because i lived in a van before um so i was like hey the toilet needs to be here and this mm -hmm. is what works logistically because i've done it before so then we all three of our heads got together um i think in march i did ayahuasca and then i came out of it and i was like i'm building a van that's what i have to do <laughs> i woke up and um yeah and then we started planning march april may and then all of may we built the van and it's boggles my mind that we built it in 30 days um like while we were building it i was like I felt bad because I was like, we're not going fast enough. Come on, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> and then looking back, I'm like, one month? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it is. And oh, it's man. a beautiful van as well. Oh, thank you so much. I love it. It's, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, for, for everyone, um, I will link your YouTube channel uh, in uh, show notes so everyone can check it out because you've got a few videos about how you build it, how much it costs and everything. So we yeah. don't and need my, to touch um, base on nice all day. My website has a, a good blog post oh, yeah. on like descriptive blog post as well. Yep. Yeah, I link everything so you can, everyone can check it out. Uh, so we don't have to go over it again. <laughs> <laughs> and we can focus on you. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> It's easier. Um, could you tell us about, let's start with the good point of living this lifestyle. Because I feel like, in a sense there is this uh the romance about living this lifestyle oh i can be whatever i want and wake up with a sunrise on the lake yeah. and all these beautiful <laughs> things uh which i guess is true but i guess there is also the where am i gonna sleep tonight is mosquito everywhere i don't know like all these <laughs> all these things and and it can be much worse and and like do you want to give us like what, what what's the good side i like, was like the top moment the best thing that you've experienced Um, so I would say the freedom is the best thing and it's the romanticized thing that everyone sees online. And like, that is totally, it is true. And it is the best thing. And just like waking up wherever you want mm. and like, Hey, we're in Arizona today. We're in California tomorrow. It's amazing. And just to have everything with you is honestly amazing. 
because mm. I don't like packing. I'm going to forget something. <laughs> and then especially with my job. Yeah. So all of these things, like it's amazing. It is what it seems like. Yeah. But, and this is a thing that got to us after a while was like, where's the next water station? Oh, I can't find any water. Um, mm. But I really want to work out because like working out every day is like good for my mental health. So if I work out every day, you at least need to like clean yourself somehow. Mm-hmm. Like you, you should, right? Um, or even every two days, let's just say. So then if there's no gym around, then you're working out outside and then you need to find a shower or have enough water to shower. But then mm-hmm. if you are showering within like on the outside of the van, then you need to find somewhere to fill up the water. So it's like every single thing that you wanted to do was now 10 things attached to it that you need to figure out. And then the propane runs out. Oh, the toilet poo is full. And every two or three days, the pee is full. Where are you going to dump that? And it's it's really exhausting after a while. And that's kind of why um, I think if the border was open and the world was fine, we probably actually would still live in an apartment. We wouldn't go to the States mm. because... It was really draining. Um, but the one thing I would say is we did it wrong last year where we were moving every few days. So the water source, you do have to keep looking. You do have to look for a campsite all the time because um, you're going to a new place. Yeah, it was just really hard after a while. And I think the key to that would be like, let's say you're in a certain spot in Oregon and you're staying there for one to two weeks. So every few days, like, you know where that water is, you can set up a routine. So that would mm-hmm. be the way to like stop that that feeling of like not being grounded Mm. um but i think like keeping a routine and being grounded is like a really hard thing that i had because yeah i need to work out i need to eating healthy was honestly super easy because like you have a fridge you have a stove Mm. like you just cook the food like eating healthy is awesome but you need that routine so it is beautiful like everyone sees but it's also so many things behind the scenes that are really get to you after a while yeah, I guess all the little things that we don't realize that we take for granted. But you you go in the kitchen, you turn on the thing, there's water here. That's it. Yeah. Like you're hot, you put the AC. You're cold, you put the heater on. Nice. Or if you're, a click if, away, you're, so. if you're lazy and you just want to wash the dishes and leave them on a counter, yeah. you just leave them. But if you have to drive somewhere, then the dishes all fly off. So now you got to put mm. everything away and clean yeah. it all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I miss that, um, you know, that feeling where like, you're lazy, you don't want to do anything, and you're just chilling on the couch. You can spread your arms and just be lazy. I miss those days because it just feels really crammed in the van. Um, I'm curious about the differences between New Zealand and the U.S. in terms of living in a van, in terms of like regulation and everything. How hard is it? Like, can you just sleep anywhere, anywhere you want, for example? Um, I think New Zealand, um, let's just say Queenstown, was similar to Banff or I don't know where it would be similar to in the States, but it's like those tourist towns. It's really hard to sleep there um, Mm. because obviously everyone wants to be there. So then there's going to be some rules. Like in New Zealand, I got a $200 fine because my curtains were closed. Uh, I I was in the van or I wasn't. It doesn't matter. If your curtains are closed and they can't see inside, then they assume someone's inside and they'll give you a ticket. So then I had to fight that. Whoa. But um, yeah, so that was like the New Zealand uh, tourist town experience. But other than that, in New Zealand, there's t- uh, a lot of places to go for free. And it's like really, really easy. Um, and I actually found in the States, it was very, very easy as well. Because you have National Forest and then you have BLM land. So there's 
ample amount of space. And then a lot of the areas like in Arizona <clears throat> around like Quartzite, it's really flat. So you can just drive for miles and not mm. be around anyone. So it was really awesome. And I actually find Canada to be the hardest uh, country that I've done van life mm. um, because everything's on like 150 kilometers from the border. Uh, mm. But right, like no one really goes any more north than that. Yeah. So then it's a very condensed uh -huh. area where there's so many rules and people own the land of all of that area. So unless you're in like, I actually feel like in Saskatchewan, the boring prairies, someone's going to own it as well. It's going to be someone's farm, yeah. right? So it's all taken account for. So it's actually really hard in Canada, I find. Interesting. I, yeah. I, I would have think the other way because I, I don't know, I feel this sort of nature over there. So I would have think... I would have thought it would be really easy in the first sense. I don't know why. Yeah, and then I, I find that the more north in Canada you go, it's kind of sketchy. It's like really redneck. And mm. yeah, just I wouldn't even really want to be there. Yeah. Sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about safety? Is it... How, how did you feel? Because I know you had some issue like robbery yeah. or you've been attacked a few months ago yeah and stuff like that I, i'm a good person um, to talk about safety <laughs> with that's for sure uh, but I, I mean you've been living in a lab, in a van for pretty much like three years and and a bit um yeah how, how many times did that really happen like, is it just bad luck you think or it's actually dangerous to have this lifestyle do you, um do you think? i do actually think like it's a very risky lifestyle I, I'm, I can definitely say that. Um, so you a thousand percent are more at risk. But in New Zealand, like I think it's mostly safe. Um, I've heard a few stories. There are very sketchy areas. Uh, and you just want to research those before you go there. And like Christchurch is a very like drug city kind of thing. Mm. And I didn't realize I was in a sketchy part of, well, that whole city is kind of sketchy, but I didn't realize that. So when I parked, didn't know where I parked. I arrived at night and then went out for some drinks with some friends, came back and then everything was stolen um, because I didn't realize, like I didn't check it out during the day beforehand and I didn't realize what kind of a place it was. So, and also the van I had was very obvious before. It was like, hey, I'm a camper van. There's probably things uh, inside, yeah. right? I was going to say, because there's camper vans, it's not like you can hide it in the boot of the car or... Yeah. You, know, you can't really hide your things like it's obvious it's a camper van it's obvious that you live there so it's obviously going to be like a laptop or a camera or clothes and possessions and things so it's kind of yeah yeah it must be hard to kind of hide it and keep and i think that's like safe. in in a lot of places there's robberies for uh, motorhomes and camper vans because they do know that they're gonna at least find a camera or a laptop or something right yeah. and that is definitely the shitty part and that's why it's risky um so yeah, it's kind of hard. And that's why I chose this time a really boring van because I could have wrapped it. I could have done sick tires and made it look awesome. And mm. I would love to, but I don't want to because it looks boring. And it looks like, part of me thinks it looks still too obvious. I would have rather had no windows and maybe mm. a skylight and barely any solar panels or something. But um, yeah, making it's it look... It's kind of a balance, isn't it? Between yeah. like, you want to make it look nice, but at the same time, you don't need to attract any attention. So you want to look as boring and yeah. normal well, as possible. Well, you need the necessity as well. Like the solar panel, like you said, is a necessity, really. So if yeah, I it's had, finding um, a good compromise. Like, a, I don't know what it's called, but it's like a casing around it where it just looked mm. like a 
a roof rack or something. Oh, yeah. That, that would be really cool because mm. it may be a, And one thing I want to do is get like the sticker that says like plumber or something or like oh, yeah. electrical <laughs> worker. I really want to because... <laughs> that makes sense actually, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. But I wonder if that would... I mean, I don't know about the stats on how many people rob plumbers yeah. things, you know, for tools. Because even electrical tools are valuable. If I people think, need, you know, people I think you want to pick something that's boring, maybe like a florist. Like no one's going to want to steal flowers. Yeah. yeah. Or like something that wouldn't or have like, tools. Or like something about kidding bugs, you know. Like yeah. Some, you know, some, <laughs> <laughs> something yeah. really not attractive and yeah. sexy. Like. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to go in there. Yeah. They're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. And then when you um when you post photos on Instagram, you would only take photos of the one side, the side that doesn't say ant killer. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> whole logistic around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, um yeah, uh, about safety, I do think it's ri- really risky and when I got attacked uh a few months ago, hmm. it didn't really have anything to do with the van or van life. Um I think it had everything to do with being a female, a small female alone with headphones on going for a run and also someone was like spying on me for a month previous to that waiting for their opportunity um and i just didn't realize anyone was looking at me because i don't pay attention to my surroundings enough which was a lesson that i learned Mm. um but yeah it's just uh so that has nothing to do with the van because you could be attacked on a run anywhere yeah Yeah. but yeah yeah because i mean when you go traveling somewhere with just a backpack and and someone steal your bag you just lose a few t-shirts and, yeah. and a few shorts but when you have literally your entire life all your possessions in in a van and that get robbed like i mean i, I can't even yeah. imagine how hard it must be they stole over ten thousand dollars worth of like laptop camera wow. i just bought everything new and was starting to get into it yeah so it was really shitty and i mean and there's obviously like the cost involved but also just like you literally have nothing left like such a pain like (laughs) it's not just even about the value it's just like literally everything is gone everything that you own is is gone so you need to get everything again like you don't have a choice it's just you Um, can't just you know what hurts a lot more than like having to pay ten thousand dollars actually doesn't hurt and having nothing doesn't hurt the hurt is the trauma that it leaves behind because um like when trauma happens uh it brings up all past unresolved trauma let's just say Mm -hmm. so my van a couple weeks ago got keyed in canada and Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense i don't have a license plate from anywhere else even though that shouldn't even be a thing but um yeah it got keyed and it brought back all these memories of like someone violating my space in new zealand and i think it's the trauma because now i I had to move out of the van because every time I looked at it, I was just terrified that someone's going to steal everything or that someone's going to ruin everything um, because that's previously happened. And then the keying was like an, an, yeah, an attack on my space again. Mm. So that's why I need like a very, very long emotional break from that living that lifestyle because it's just like too much past trauma. Mm. So I think, yeah, who cares about $10,000 or whatever it is. It's like that, imprint that leaves on your soul it's just mm. really heavy yeah and that you can't just get rid of like that yeah you can't yeah. just rebuy it so mm-hmm. that's interesting I've, I've, I've actually never it's not you don't hear that very often you know when you yeah. when you look on instagram about van life or youtube it's usually pretty all pink and, <laughs> and yeah and beautiful and everything so it's 
it's actually really nice to hear the well the real side of it and not just the social media side of it yeah um because yeah i mean it's putting things in perspective again and <laughs> yeah and i think the perfect balance is to have a van and then to go on trips and mm. like when you pack yeah. you're like okay we're packing for two months and then we're going i think that's perfect and then that's just your vehicle to get around um i think that'd be amazing balance yeah but which is what you're going to be doing right now then right yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no that's yeah I, I think it's more it's just easier just easier yeah in in, in general yeah. uh I don't know if you want to talk about it because I know it was something really sad and just looking at your Instagram was really bad. But, uh, so you're traveling with a puppy, with a, with your doggy. Yeah, now I'm not going to lie. That is a story that I'll probably cry. So I probably don't want to talk about it. No, no. I, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but now you've got can, a new puppy then. <laughs> yeah, but I can just like quickly say something about it. Yeah. At least um, I trusted people too much and that was not a good thing mm. so lesson of the day don't trust people like of course you should trust people until they give you a reason not to but unfortunately that comes at the expense with like a really bad event sometimes mm. so i think just always be like always reading people and always looking around it's interesting because also i feel when you when you have this lifestyle you you can't do everything on your own like i mean there's so much you can do and you sense you you, you need to trust and rely a little bit on, on mm -hmm. people based on where you go so it, it is hard because you want to stay safe and be careful and everything but you also sometimes have to put your face into a couple of people yeah. here and there because you just don't have a choice because you're not a super hero and it's yeah it must be like a tricky balance to find especially at the beginning yeah and i think having a partner like having two people mm -hmm. is really good because Let's say you just need someone to help carry or like just if you're going outside to pee at night and you don't have a toilet, mm -hmm. uh, you have someone that's with you, is not alone or you just have someone there. Yeah. So I think either having like a couple, like being a couple or having a group of friends that also live in vans and you kind of all travel together and you can help each other. I think that's also really good because just being alone is like really, it would be really isolating living in mm -hmm. a van alone, being alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, I mean, like everyone, you have ups and downs. And when you're down in a place that you don't know anything about, alone in a van, and if it's yeah. shitty weather outside, it must be pretty depressing in a sense. Yeah. So, yeah it must exactly. be quite a roller coaster, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, that's why I've like locked myself in this apartment for like months or weeks, let's just say, because mm. it's been such a roller coaster for so long that I am tired of it. And I just want like, the most boring life just for a little <laughs> bit yeah i moved somewhere that is so boring out of the way there's no sounds outside <laughs> i just don't want anything no stimulation <laughs> does it feel nice to have a place to like decorate and buy a couch and buy i don't know just like things that you would never have the space for in the van yeah it's so fun <laughs> oh. i've seen you getting into buying plants and things yeah, and yeah it's like pinterest in here <laughs> it looks like <laughs> Yeah, it's been honestly so much fun. And then because we take photos of brand, like for brands for a living and making a space that, that's beautiful for those photos, but also beautiful for us is really, really fun. Mm. Um, there's an exciting thing. I don't know if it's on your list of questions, but we're building a cabin. Well, actually a shipping container home mm. in the spring. 
So all of these things that we're buying, they're not just going to sit in storage. We're not just going to go back to van life. So they're actually going to go into a cabin. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so you, you're buying a, 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 some land. <laughs> you're going to build a cabin there. And then the idea is to spend winter in the cabin and then rent it as an Airbnb in summer while you go traveling in a van, right? Yeah. And I think, honestly, eight months in the cabin and four months uh, traveling. Okay. Yeah. And let's say someone, like, you leave it open for four months and then someone books it, like, for two weeks, a week off, and then two weeks, like, and then maybe we'll come back. So who knows? It's just, like, leave it open for whenever it's booked. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it'll be super awesome. I'm really excited. That's, she would love that. This is really. like my dream. Like, to have a place that you can like call home and come back to, but then also rent it out when you want to go traveling and to have the van life again when you want to, but not full time. It exactly. just sounds amazing. It's like. the best balance ever. I agree. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. then as well, while you're using one of them, you can rent out the other one and still make income from it while it's not being used. And Yeah. Or it could be an apartment for anyone thinking of doing this. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be a cabin in the woods, like a luxury yeah. thing. It, it can just be an apartment and then you can put your things in storage. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah. That's your dream. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Follow your dreams. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we need a few years, but we'll get there. That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to try at least. That's yeah. the best we can do. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you... Well, so you, you, you talked about your relationship with school and everything so yeah. you, you just you, you've been figuring out on the way what to do of your life and everything like um are you happy with what you do right now like doing yeah like videography photography like all these m multimedia things yeah i think it's yeah. the perfect job for me because um i don't have to listen to anyone in a way i don't, I don't have to talk to anyone i'm actually an introvert most of the time so I don't have to. You don't to. look like it. I know. Well, you know the introverts that like are super introvert or whatever, uh, yeah. and then they just like go back in their hole uh. and they recharge. That's kind of me. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's perfect because I don't. I wouldn't want to go to a job where I have to like speak and have meetings and all this stuff. So everything's just written. I get sent some boxes, take some photos of some stuff, send the photos away. Bam, and that's how mm. I make money. And I can sleep in. I can. I don't know do everything that i want so it's honestly we're so happy yeah it's great <laughs> it's nice as well that you can be creative and kind of well i imagine so i guess they just say take some photographs and you can kind of do what you want with that and kind of do different things every time and i guess you don't have specific like it needs to be like this so that's really cool that you can kind of be creative and like yeah just be free with it, i guess yeah and sometimes like of course i have to uh follow within the guidelines that they provide yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like it's very, very creative. So it's very fun. The only thing that's actually really sad about this is that Ben's job is very similar to mine. But right now he's on a road trip with Can in Canada for five weeks. Mm. And that's kind of where his um, experience is leading him. He's so good at talking and he's a people person. Mm. And a lot of his current jobs have to do with that where now he's not here for five weeks. So that actually mm. makes me really sad. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a long time. Especially it is. just moved in, guys, and everything. It's yeah, yeah. Well, you got your little puppy to to snuggle with. He's not the same as Ben. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he licks too much. <laughs> ben knows when to stop licking. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. <laughs> so, since you 
mentioned it earlier, I've been dying to ask. Talk to me about ayahuasca because I watched the Netflix documentary, I don't know if you've seen, about being unwell or wellness or whatever, and it looks batshit crazy. <laughs> and a lot of our friends have done ayahuasca as well. And I kind of, I don't know, I'd love to hear your first-hand experience. Like if you, I don't know, just what... what yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's the best thing ever. And it's kind of funny. I don't know what the exact date is today, but I'm supposed, yep, yeah, today, I'm supposed to be doing one um tonight and tomorrow and the reason i'm not is because you can't be on your period while ah. you're doing oh. it um because Why? well women are crazy anyways on their periods right so they're yeah let's just say like emotionally yeah, unstable okay, quotation yeah. right um more so than all the other days oh, just so, more sensitive i guess as well like yeah so you're bringing that energy into the group um and that's not ideal um because okay. you want everyone to be at their normal self um okay. yeah so I was supposed to be doing it today. I'm kind of glad I'm not because it's really, it's a scary ride, honestly. How many um, times have you done it before? Three. Okay. Yeah. So I did one like batch of ceremonies where uh, one, like one night, two night, and then three nights. And then you can go home in between. Um, a lot of people do it in like Peru and stuff, but mm. um, yeah. I won't say where I did it because technically you're not supposed to do it in this country. But uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but honestly, is the best experience ever and I think through suffering you learn because if your life is perfect and everything's going great you're not really going to learn anything so it's always in our suffering that we learn and and that's why I came out of it and I just changed my life a complete 180 um mm. and I just woke up I was like I need to go in the van this is what makes me happy and I mean I can go into detail about it the the ceremonies and stuff but it's terrifying but also the best thing ever i've got a really stupid question basic <laughs> what it is exactly like the, the product itself is it plant is it yeah. mushrooms so is it's it two plants that are boiled down together okay. and i'm probably going to butcher this and i'm really bad at remembering <laughs> but it's like one of them is the dmt or the the formula the the mind formula thing like the medicine let's just say and mm. the the other one is um, an MAO, I believe, in inhibitor, which okay. um, stops your, like it allows it to be absorbed into your body, basically. Okay. So those two plants together allow you to have this like five hour high. It's not, we call it medicine because it's not, you're not getting high. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, it lasts about like five to seven hours ish. Okay. Do you have hallucinations? Or? Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely similar to that, but like I think of it as like, uh, a leaf there's a stem and then there's some like doors on each side and I feel like I'm just like floating through the stem and then I look to the right and then there's a door and it it's from like a past experience or like it's they're just trying to show me something and if it's if I don't have an emotional connection to it let's say I observe it and I was like cool all right sounds good and then you like keep going and you look at all these doors and then this one this happened the second night i just got pulled in so deep to this into this door the door closed and i was stuck and it was the most traumatic day of my whole life <laughs> and i basically watched myself die uh, and and i felt within like that's the thing like you feel you know when you feel love in your heart yeah in real life like you feel love in your fingers you feel that feeling everywhere, but mm. I also, I also felt death everywhere. Like I died and it really was insane. It was, wow. but it was the coolest thing ever, but it was also like the most traumatic thing. The next day I tried to talk to my parents and I, I couldn't even speak actually. 
I was like at a loss for words. I like mm. I was lost. <laughs> but the following weeks or whatever that um, after that, it was like mind boggling. It was like, I understand mm. <laughs> basically. Yeah. It was, you have to do it. <laughs> yeah. We, we, <clears throat> we talked to someone a few weeks ago um, who, who had that. And he said that it was like a, a big wake up call. Uh, mm-hmm. And he saw what he was supposed to be doing, and then he he took action, and and he actually did it, and now he's killing it as well. So it's like similar story, like different, yeah, d- 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 a similar pattern. I think I truly think that it's let's say it's your higher self uh, that's t- like talking to you, and if your higher self and your human physical self is not in alignment with your highest self, that's when you're gonna go into this ceremony and have traumatic scary times because you're not in alignment so it's like mm. it has to show you suffering to show you what mm. you should be doing but as soon as you're in alignment and you're living your true what you should be doing then um yeah i think that's yeah it's just kind of <laughs> yeah that's the the point of it i think yeah interesting yeah are you intrigued by that huh are you intrigued by that <laughs> like it's interesting to hear about. I don't think I would do it myself because I just think I'd be too scared. <laughs> I don't know. But fear is an interesting thing as well. Yeah. Because it's like, what are you scared of? And you can dive deeper into that question. Yeah. I always say, like, find something you're scared of and run towards it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll run something towards ayahuasca. Because <laughs> uh, I, I think a lot of the time people are scared of, um, like, let's say you're scared because this thing is going to change your life through suffering but also it's going to change your life and sometimes people are scared of that change because they're so attached to who they are now Mm. and i think that's kind of like maybe that's a lot where the fear comes from but i'm I'm not sure exactly with you but yeah Yeah. Mm. (laughs) i can see that yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so you started a podcast recently Mm mm-hmm uh in august right like a month ago pretty much yeah uh you got like four or five episodes no i think i have four now yeah yeah uh it's called are we there yet yeah i'll link it in the bio so everyone can listen to it uh how where did the idea coming from um we had people asking us questions all the time the Uh. same questions over and over (laughs) and over right and i was like wow like we should really put together something where we give people the answers and we don't have to keep repeating ourselves but then that's a really really good answer every single time um and youtube just didn't really seem like a good option it's i think the it takes a lot of um like the filming and the jump Mm. cuts and everything it's just so much work compared to just recording an episode and someone can listen to it when they're washing their dishes so i think it's just uh definitely the way to go and you guys know what's up because you're doing a (laughs) podcast right now (laughs) no but i really agree with you on uh, actually like something like rosie would like to take the podcast on youtube as well and everything uh but i know that one of the reasons i like the podcast is because it's way easier in terms of editing like you said it's less hassle mm-hmm. uh, and the way to listen to it is really different like i i listen to podcasts every day when i just walk on the beach or whatever when mm-hmm. if you want to watch youtube well you need to do it sit, sit down and do it um, yeah and i think this conversation let's say this conversation might be too boring for youtube for someone to actually sit there and watch it but if yeah. they're doing stuff while listening i don't see it like if, i would totally listen to it right 
I'm not yeah, saying yeah. our conversation's boring, but I just think like <laughs> no, no, but uh, yeah, on watching, YouTube, what, what, so watching us is not going to bring anything to the podcast right now. Like yeah. we would be filming us, like that would not be really entertaining to watch us. I mean, <laughs> and it's more to set up. So then you're like uh, less, and like get less excited to do it because you're mm. like, okay, we got to set up the mics and the cameras and all this stuff, and we can't be naked <laughs> while filming. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's my opinion, anyway. <laughs> Uh, are you enjoying it yeah so far yeah i'm loving it ben and i had to record like four or five episodes in one day um, Mm. because he left for five weeks and then i have to record one by myself so i'm kind of excited for him to come back so we can just like do it on a nice monthly weekly basis but yeah (laughs) yeah, i'm loving it and are you thinking about having guests as well on there yeah i definitely think so yeah yeah and probably have you guys on there one day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one day. The day we'll have our van, we'll tell yeah. you. You'll be the first one to know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Let, give us a couple of years. Yeah. A couple of years? <laughs> yeah, well, we have planned before that, so we can't do it yet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but... okay. All right, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the future is going to be pretty exciting then. I mean, next year. like Yeah. Growing, growing the podcast. Yeah. Uh, living this new lifestyle in your apartment and building getting this cabin set up and everything mm-hmm. it's gonna be pretty exciting yep we're very very excited yeah um yeah. i've got two last questions personally one about the the van life uh where is the place you haven't been yet then that you want to go like you can only go to one spot like where would you go in the van, in van? yeah like where we could drive it or do we have to take a boat there no uh, you we can make <laughs> anywhere yeah we, anywhere yeah we can just anywhere in the world um yeah. i've been seeing some friends stories of like portugal mm. and just like that area spain mm. and stuff on that coast it's beautiful or or in france i just think europe would be so sick and that was actually one of our plans was to ship the van to europe and we still might one day but oh i just think that would be amazing yeah, yeah, Portugal is, is beautiful and it's really suited for living in a van as well. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, we've been in the south. Well, actually, m- m- my dad is Portuguese and we still have like a family house down there. Um, cool. And uh, yeah, it's, I can see, I could imagine myself like traveling over there in a van. It's oh, pretty good spot. you got like amazing awesome. beaches and everything and it yeah. would be a good spot. And the south of Spain as well. It's pretty yeah. cool for that. Enjoying or, some good food and drinking some nice wine and yeah, exactly like old Sounds grandma stuff. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Iceland. Uh, there's so many places. Norway, yes, Iceland. It's like, I was, oh. yeah. I would pick Iceland. Dang to go to Iceland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so cool. And then, what was your other question? Um, my other question is is something we started to do recently uh, in the last few episodes. Um. And it's funny, you, you got a podcast, so you could maybe apply to it. But um, if you could have a conversation with one person that you think is like the most interesting person ever. Dead uh, or alive. Dead or alive. It can hmm. be someone in your family or someone famous. It doesn't have to be like, it could be like my grandmother, whatever, like what, whoever hmm. it is. Uh, who would you pick? <laughs> well, I think this is going to come from like, this is going to show who I am inside not who the people think i am let's just say (laughs) but it's gonna be probably like alan watts or Mm. like someone like a philosopher Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah, something like that. I would pick Alan Watts. Cool. Definitely. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure that's who Elena would pick as well. Yeah. <laughs> we got a friend in Miami here. She's big, big fan of Alan Watts as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Huge fan. <laughs> he is just... Interesting. <laughs> yeah, some of the stuff he comes <laughs> up with. Yeah. <laughs> that's just where my mind goes to i love that stuff cool interesting nice yeah uh well thank you so much that's been really really nice talking to you uh i really enjoy having like a real conversation about this whole thing because like i said before everything i've been hearing about usually is about it's it's like a fairy tale oh yeah get a van you should do it's amazing you're gonna see unicorn (laughs) and everything and when (laughs) it's (laughs) it's nice to have like a more grounded gotta keep it real and yeah yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah it's 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 yeah it's not just that <laughs> yeah and it's not like i'm trying to shame van life at all i just no, no, but- i think it's really important for people to know how un uncomfortable it is let's just say <laughs> yeah, yeah i think it's yeah. super important because first you need to be ready for it and also because i don't know like i imagine Especially like if I was younger, like I would be like in my early 20s and I'm planning to get a van because I keep hearing these amazing stories and everything. And then a month later, I'm like, fuck, what the hell is that? What the fuck have I, like, <laughs> I wish I knew all that. And no, 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 like it's important to know the truth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. It's been honestly amazing. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much for being on here. It's been such a good conversation. Yeah. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow Nikki on Instagram, YouTube, and her podcast. As Jeremy said, we'll link everything down below um, in the description. Make sure you share it with somebody else who might be interested in van life, who might want to hear her story. Um, and we'll be back next Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you come back for that one. <laughs> and thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you guys. Bye. Thank you, Nikki, once again. Bye. <laughs>